Uh, you're listening and watching The Dollop on the All Things Comedy Network. This is a bilingual American history podcast where each week I, Dave Anthony, read a story from American history to my coworker, Gareth Reynolds, who has no idea what the topic is going to be about. You want to scoot in? Just kind of... No, I got the frame right. We're, well, we're doing this. We're recording this one for Patreon in Dave's home. Let's... Uh, and the video. And uh, it's... Let's get closer. Yeah, but we don't know what the deal is. Oh, wait. Let me see if I flip this fucker around. If that helps. Oh, yeah. You can... This is the first time... Well, I've never done it like this. Oh, this is perfect. Oh, perfect. You like you? I love me. <laughs> you I like love you. You like me. what you are? I love me. <laughs> <laughs> Called it, quote, his jam pad. Jam pad? I'm the fucking hippo guy! Dave, okay. My name's Gary. <laughs> My name's Gary. Wait. Is it for fun? And this is not going to become the Tiggly Podcast. Okay. This is like Anarchy! On a five-part coefficient. <laughs> My room's a place. Now hit him with the puppy. You both present sick arguments. <laughs> no sleep tell hippo! No sleep tell hippo! Action part. Hi, Gary. No. Nicely done, my friend. No. No. <laughs> Oh, hey there, everybody. It's Gareth, you know, from this uh, this podcast. Uh, listen, I've got some stand-up shows. I'm inviting the Garmy, the Gareth Army, to join me for. I will be in Fort Collins, Colorado, August 18th and August 19th. I will be in Minneapolis, Minnesota, August 24th through August 26th at Acme. I will be going to the UK in September. Please join me. I will be in Glasgow, September 13th, London, September 15th, Dublin, September 17th, and September 19th, Manchester, Birmingham, September 20th, Bristol, September 22nd, and Cardiff, September 24th. And then in November, I'll be in Australia. November 10th, almost sold out, I think. I'll be in Melbourne, Australia. Then I will be in Northbridge, Australia on November 15th. Adelaide, November 16th. Canberra, November 17th. Brisbane, November 18th. And then I will be in uh, Sydney on November 24th. Go to GarethReynolds.com for tickets. Garmy, let's get at it after it. Let's see you there. Hey there, people listening to The Dollop. Uh, this is Gareth. Yes, the same guy. I Listen, I have a new podcast called We're Here to Help that I'm doing with my friend Jake Johnson. It's basically a call and advice show where we don't say that we're professionals because we aren't, but we try to help people with problems that are important to them. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, and it is out right now. So go listen to We're Here to Help with Jake and Gareth. We're here to help. With Gareth and Jake. I don't remember how we did it. But either way, fun. Half hour comes out Tuesday, August 22nd. And the episodes will be out every Tuesday and Friday. We're here to help. 1829! Year of our Lord. Jesus Christ. It's, I like that your wife's at home for it this time. <laughs> I think it's super weird. Here are you shouting 1829. Simone Jules was born... Somewhere. Hmm? We don't know. You've we, really done your research on this one. <laughs> we know. You've outdone yourself again. We, nobody knows. I know. Where? Bridgeport, Connecticut. No! Uh, somewhere in Louisiana. Probably okay. uh, uh, Creole, uh, Frenchy situation. Sure. Um, probably from New Orleans is what people think. Okay. 
Not much known about her first 20 years. She uh, kept that very secret. Okay. She moved to San Francisco in uh, 1849. So she's 20 years old. She heads out. And she just starts calling herself Madame Dumont. Hmm. Or Dumont. Probably Dumont. Dumont. Yeah. That's like Alexander Dumas. And everyone's like, you mean dumbass? And he's like, oh my God. That's also a commercial. What is? The dumbass joke. Is it? Yeah, there's a guy who sits down, he's interviewing, and he keeps calling him dumbass. And he's they like, allowed that in a commercial? Loss. Oh, that's interesting. Okay. So, uh, people gossip that she was fleeing some sort of scandal, or she was biracial and trying to get out of the South. And, I like uh, that those are, like, unequal footing <laughs> to them. Like, Look, either she did something horrible or she's not pure white. Either way, a crime has been committed. Yeah, so they thought, there are people who are like, she's trying to pass as white. Why else would someone come here? So um, other people thought she was hiding in the, in the U.S. <laughs> this, this skin lottery is just, it really is just fucking, it's, I don't know. It just keeps getting harder to fathom. It, it's, episode by episode. It's never ending. It's just like. That's the great thing. It creeps in. This idea anything. that you're like, we get all the rights. And it's like, oh, I'm going to pretend to be that. No, you can Ooh. also, there'll be no pretending to be us either. Your skin was a different color. That's it. That's life. You got the draw. Sorry. Now go get my shoes. Ugh. Uh, other people thought she was hiding in the U.S. and she was an heiress from Europe, which I don't, that's the one I don't get. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> I'm secretly awesome. And then the queen and the prince is going a fox hunt for her. They're like, over here. <laughs> we found something, Mamsy. There she is. Shoot her. It's an heiress. That's it. Get her into a luxury bath and a cape made of jewels as soon as possible. She shan't leave this prison again. I'm escaping from all the you wealth. You will live a life of decadence. I want no wealth. Have some cake frosting. Quick, fill, fill it with frosting. I'm running. Give her champagne. I'm running to San Francisco. Well, Give it to champagne. People will call me half black. You will do no such thing. Oh, my God, she's gone. I don't know where she's vanished. San Francisco. If only I had an idea. Like someone would have said something. No. <laughs> so she didn't challenge any of these rumors. She was just like, whatever, have at, have at it with your rumors. And calls herself Madame, right? Okay. Madame Eleanor Dumont. She's very young. She's very good looking. She is a hot hottie. Okay. Um, she, has an, uh, she has an olive complexion, Latin charm. She spoke French as well as English, and she knew French manners and customs very well. So the racism is sort of hard to pin down because she's people are like, how dare she pretend to be white? Awesome. And then yet they're also like, wow, she is gorgeous. I'll tell you what, for, uh, for someone that's not as good as me, she's fantastic. Yeah, so that's okay. Uh, so... Author Jan McKell Collins, quote, Writers enjoy describing her gorgeous features in great detail. Oh, God. Boy, she's got, go. uh, she's got some pretty eyes, go. and she's if got some real the pretty way, this teeth. Is, this is where they do, yeah, they, Bosoms. they do that thing where they're like, uh, Madame Dumont, who has an olive complexion, a nose that you could just die for, looks like it came off a diamond chipper, ears that you just want to lay earrings upon, a neck that has veins like a cascading river through the mountains upon it, and an 
all her, and lovely rosy rougey cheeks. She's got air to clean or cleavage. You could lose your keys down. Oh, me. that's what I was wondering about. Yeah. Anyway, do we have something to say about her? Uh, I forget what she did, but man. She's having a potluck. That's it. Yeah, hot babe potluck. So they would describe her gorgeous features in great detail using phrases like abundant purple black hair, a complexion of the clearest olive, you know, the clearest olive. Mm -hmm. Latin charm, oh, I already did that. Uh, beautiful scarlet lips parted slightly to show two rows of pearly teeth. I mean, okay, look, I mean, that, those are lips. That's like, they're just like literally like, she's got lips. No, no, these lips, you can, if you move them apart, you she's can see the teeth. She's got these lips that when she can somehow split them apart, and she's, you see these white, you've never seen anything like it. Uh, and piercing eyes of the deepest green. Mm, okay. Yeah, all right. So a, re a revolution broke out in France in 1848, and workers, including women, started organizing. And the government ordered a bunch of women to cancel a meeting. They're like, no, you can't. Women, you can't in groups. Mm -hmm. uh, so You're really playing to your camera today. Yeah. You know we film these always. and you. Hi. But today you're like doing a broadcast. Hi. I don't know. It's weirder with, I guess I don't notice the cameras. Well, normally there's like stuff. In, yeah, I agree. This is different. Yeah. And also there's no microphone. So I'm just standing Yeah, it might be because there's no microphone. I'm knitting for this episode. Yeah. Uh, so, 1848, like I said, they tell these women not to organize, and because they're French, they just started writing. That's right. The That's, French. Oh, well, that is... Oh, uh, we should do that. Ah, uh, they're so good at it. Uh, King Louis-Philippe was off McDonald's the is charging for ketchup. They're like, to the streets! And fire You and bombs! Up with us. Drive a tractor through the capital, eh? I'm going to put a cop! We want free ketchup! So two days later, uh, the king was off the throne. Wow. In the U.S., people are very sympathetic to uh, the revolution. The Camden Journal, quote, the tumor, I'm talking about King Philip, mm -hmm. the tumor of the three glorious days has turned his back upon France. But it is said he goes to America tomorrow. Be it so, only take care of him when you get him. So they're like, so they're like hey, guys, uh, this asshole's leaving tomorrow. We should probably kill him sooner he's going to leave. Let's kill the, uh, yeah. <laughs> So, French peeps start heading to the U.S. to get away from all the violence that's happening. Many go to California because the gold rush is happening. Sure. And Westerners are fascinated by French women. Okay. And they really enjoyed French sex workers. Okay, interesting. Okay, sure. Uh, many had worked on the streets in France, but here they were in brothels that required men to bathe and clean up before their appointments. Oh, well... And here I thought we had a low bar. <laughs> oh, God. I mean, uh, I don't want to, like, when I was in Paris it, my, with my brother once, we were like, it was some of the strongest BO ever in the subway down there. Oh, yeah. So, I feel like time traveling oh. through their BO history. Yeah. I mean, it's... But I think back then people were bo was just like normal. It didn't. I guess. It wasn't until a recent thing that bo became a bad. But thing. there was I still. Pro but there's still like levels of bo. Well, like there's a bo where you can enjoy your bo, and then there's a bo where you're like, I cannot I'm, be I'm, around humans I'm killing, again. I'm, I'm a monster. Others. I belong in a zoo. Yes. I need to be hurt. <laughs> I should be hurt. I need to be trained. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I so you know, but I these, could imagine they're. 
the I could imagine there being a great ripening in France. A, the great ripening is a, is a book. We'll talk about that later. Um, so so yeah. So they make making men wash. That makes the men feel like oh these are special ladies because they actually want me to clean. She up makes me wash my bows. <laughs> She's special. She not from here like the others. She she made me go ahead and just wash the whole area she, down there. And let me tell you, it's, I, honestly, it's a good thing I did so much. It looked like I was. It looked like I was just knocking dirt off it. It's like striking a catcher's mitt against my legs. Yeah, I don't. I feel like I don't know you well enough. I'm just saying it was like honestly, it was like watching a cave collapse with all the dust and debris that dropped. I, it fell hard. Can I have my own room? Yeah, of course you can. I'll build you one out of all the debris that dropped out my junk. Gotta go. Gonna hey, throw look, up. I built a little log cabin. I'm I'm building a throw up pile. So, a journalist at the time, quote, If the poor fellows knew what these women had been in Paris, how one could pick them up on the boulevards for almost nothing, they might not have been as free with their offers of five or $600 a night. What? No, they would have. I they're offering, at, at that time, they're offering that amount of money? money? Remember or is that, is that... No, it's the crazy gold rush thing where there's just guys struggling Five, six hundred dollars I mean, I yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot to me now. Yeah, for anything. It's yeah, for anything. Let alone an evening. An evening or an, an hour. I mean, what are you talking about? Yeah, let's be let's be honest. Uh, Forty-five seconds. Well, the, the way I do it. <laughs> what? Wow, ten minutes for seven hundred dollars? Okay, <laughs> four, four minutes. Um, yeah, no, I, I just think, want to talk. I think guys would. I'd pull that. Move. Whether or not they were, they were just French ladies, and the dudes were like, yeah, it's whatever. So. I would open a dialect coaching business. I know you Go would. Go ahead. I would, too. Um, but either way, th- there's like a French fetish going on. Okay, And sure. um, it's a perfect time for M- Madame Dumont. Okay. So women also hung out in gambling houses during the day uh, to lure in male customers. Okay. And the ladies got a daily fee for doing okay. that. Okay, great. So Madame Dumont began honing her persona in San Francisco as a decoration lady, as they were called. Meaning... She's decoration. She is like arm candy? Yeah, she's a hangout lady. Right, she's okay. A, right. Yeah. A rent-a-friend. Rent-a-lady. Rent rent-a-pal, yeah. sure. Uh, she worked at the Bella Union, a theater and gambling house. She specialized in the game Vingt et Un, which... Uh, blackjack, eh? Yeah, how you know? Blackjack, Vingt et Un. Une, deux, quatre, quatre, cinq, cinq, six, sept, huit, neuf, dix... 11, 12, 13, Okay. So, uh, it means 21 in French, yep. as Gareth just said, and it was the precursor to American Blackjack. So, she's the first female gambler in San Francisco. Okay. A, a dealer, and probably gambler. I mean, no one allowed li- ladies to do this. Up right. until then, gambling in America was strictly male. Sure. Yeah, and rightfully so. I mean, yes. Come on. What would happen? Men have better hands for cards. That's right. They were white men were built to perfection. Yeah. And if you look around, the model exists still. No, women don't. They can hold, their hands can only do this. Too oily. Yeah, that's true. That's right. Um, writer Michael Lapointe. quote: Women who played games of chance were said to be dissipating their fertility. What? And, and not not medically. 
Like, <laughs> just, right? He doesn't mean like medically. I think he means that they're that they're, they're, they're looking less unattractive to society. Yeah, right. and, and okay. wasting their time playing cards right. when they could be making a baby. <laughs> yeah, of course. As yes, seriously, that's your job. And even when... We're trying to figure out how women can have litters. <laughs> we're in the lab daily. It would just be so much more efficient for us. And even when they were allowed to play, the amount they could wager was strictly curtailed. So... Right, so they were on a limit. They yeah, were on a pitch oh, count. Uh, uh, I think you've had enough. Just not the right for you. I don't know why they're French. No. But, so Dumont stayed cool at the card table when gambling, and she made a small fortune. So okay. when she was gambling, she made a fortune, and she worked as a dealer at the same time. Okay. By then, no one knows why she left town. Okay. So she just leaves San Francisco. There's rumors, of course. People thought she'd been accused of cheating and she'd been kicked out. Either way, she goes to Nevada City. Mm Mm-hmm. Which is in California. Oh, sure. No. no. You knew that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense to do that, too. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not confusing. When she first rolls into town, people thought she was a sex worker. Okay. Well, number one, she's French. Right. She's hot. Right. So the men, this is when the men are cartoons and their eyes are bugging, they're biting their palms okay. and stuff. Ooh, well, not all the men, because she's glamorous and hot, and she's wandering around the town for a few days, just looking at stores, and she's just getting a feel of Lay the place. Lay of the land. And they're like, how is this lady al- walking around alone? Like, That's what? the third day she's been walking. What a whore! What's she doing? A miner's wife, quote, there's got to be some bad in a girl with all her charms who seems to have nothing to do but strut up and down Main Street. <laughs> For sure. In yeah. other words, hey, there's a fucking hot lady walking around and everyone's checking her out. That's a problem. That's a problem. So, after she scoped out the town, mm-hmm. uh, looking in empty stores and stuff, uh, Dumont had a hand... This is a pretty woman. <laughs> well, I've never seen it. Oh, this is, well, just so you know, this is the part where she goes into the store and the woman won't help her because Uh she doesn't like the look of her. Yeah. But don't worry, Dave. She's going to have a full makeover. And later in your story that you've written up, she's going to come back to the store and after she spent a ton of money on other clothes and she's going to come in and she's going to have these bags of clothes. You don't need to take a sip right now. I've got, you can interact with me. And, uh, and she's got these bags of clothes and she'll go in there and she's just going to go, excuse me. You was a woman who uh, worked here the other day when I came in and needed help. And she'll go, uh, yes. And she goes, uh, you work on commission, right? And she'll go, yeah. And she'll go, big mistake. Big. <laughs> Huge. Fuck you. And then she'll walk out. And she'll yeah. have a lovely hat on. Oh, I like it. Okay, well, that's not the story. Oh. Um, so what she does is she puts up handbills, printed up, advertising okay. her, quote, finely furnished and carpeted gambling saloon for only well-behaved and well-groomed gentlemen. Okay. <laughs> Great. Uh, so people start getting invitations <laughs> to like the doggy opening. daycare. <laughs> people start getting invitations to the opening. It says there's going to be free champagne. She, she is hand-inviting the well-groomed? Well, she's just putting up signs around right. saying, you come well-groomed or right. you don't get in, basically. Right. Oh, I love that there's a grooming bouncer. Yeah. This man will sniff your balls, I'll do pits. I don't want to work here anymore. <laughs> uh, we're having trouble filling the bowl, Sniffer <laughs> So, uh, it's going to be free champagne. She has gas chandeliers. It's a fancy joint. Sure. It was named Vent et Un. 21, eh? Even though she was a lady blackjack dealer, she only allowed men to play. Right. And cursing was very discouraged. Okay. So it's sure. no swearing. She so wants everyone dressed nice. This swearing thing is very strange. 
She said it was. That's so weird to like. It's... Well, she's, you'll see. So she, she says it's the best gambling establishment in Northern California. And uh, so it stands out because she's running it with this like ladylike sort of grace. Mm-hmm. Never been seen in the sure. mining. It's never been seen in the mining world. They're sure. like, what the fuck is this? Yeah. She's witty. She's charming. She's animated. Right. She's chatting up the dudes. Um, now, in Nevada City, demographics are different than San Francisco. It, 1854, men made up the vast majority of the population in Nevada City. Author Ralph, uh, author Ralph Mann, quote, the men were young. Over 60% were the ages of 20 to 30, and an additional 30% between 30 and 40, and about three men out of 100 had their families with them. Oh, wow. So it's so a lot of like... single, it's Alaska, it's a lot of single bros. Wow. Yeah. Okay, dicey. <laughs> okay. So. It's quite a market. <laughs> So being unattached and good looking, all these dudes are like, holy shit. They're in love. Yeah. So that's how she's getting guys in. And then to get in there, they want to impress her. So they all act and dress the best. Right. Oh, man. She quickly got a lot. like a bachelorette. (laughs) She quickly got a lot of marriage proposals. Yeah. And uh, she passed on I don't think he's here for you. Hey. Okay. Hey. Yes, hello. Hey. Hello there. Yes, excuse me. Do you need to go to... Uh... Hey. Hi, hello. Thank you for coming tonight to uh, 21. Hey. All right. Okay. Um, excuse. Hey. Hi there. Okay. All right. I should... Uh... Okay, I'm done. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, Fuck. Oh, it was nice, nice place you got here. Oh my god, no! I'll oh. be back tomorrow. Oh, for fuck's sake! Uh, she managed to not insult any of them while she turned down the marriage proposals. Author Duncan Aikman quote: She stayed in her hotel, dressed in a slightly flamboyant manner, and locking her bedroom door each night like a lady. So she's not. She's not. She's not fucking around. She's right. not like out. Right. Fucking bros is what he's saying. She's right. not enjoying herself. Right. She's going it. home alone. Some Nevada historians think she was in love with the editor of the Nevada Journal, and it sounds like he came to her at night for booty calls. Okay. And then after a while, he crushed her when he married a more socially acceptable lady. Because mm. she still runs a gambling joint. Right. And besides Vent and Un, there was poker and Chuckaluck. Chuckaluck? Chuckaluck is a dice it's game. Chocolate, it's chocolate dice. <laughs> it's Chuckaluck. Chuckaluck is a dice game, and there's a cage, and you crank the cage, and the dice are thrown around, and then whatever, whatever they land so on. So it's like cage craps. Yeah. Okay. Whatever they land, no, whatever you land on, you had to guess them perfectly. The three. Wait, you had to get, you had to guess the dice. Then yeah. We're gonna fall. That's horrible. That's no, terrible. It's, game. It's, it's impossible to be right. No, it sounds like the worst game ever. Uh. <laughs> uh, Dumont preferred Faro, which is a game from France. Now, unlike most gambling joints, Dumont was very against violence and debauchery. Okay. Because other gambling joints are like, yeah, no, kill and right. punch and swear, debauch. Right. Uh, she was always emphasizing how refined she was and that her place didn't rip you off. Okay. She banked heavily on customers being reluctant to act up in front of her because she's hot and right. 
a nice lady. I wonder if, like, if you were one of the few married people, if you had any shot of going there. Because your wife would be like... Because your wife would be like, it's... You you probably would have to go to another gambling Yeah, place. you'd have to go to the place where you could, like, you know... Cause, I mean, it would just be a hard sell. Because there's dudes, like, there's got... You go there and you wait to gamble at her table. Oh, wow. Like That's you're, ridiculous. You're just sitting there waiting that, until I, her I, table... I, I would go to the place where you could stink and swear. But then you're next to the hot lady, and there's no lady. Yeah, around. but it's the yeah, but it's it's the I mean, but it's like uh, yeah. it's one of those situations where it's like I'm listen, I'm just gonna I'll I'll go somewhere else. I'm 100 percent with you. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I wonder like, yeah, it's just I don't know. I'm curious. What what was the deal with if you were married? Would, would you, I mean would dudes dudes just cheated on their wives a lot, right? Or was that not? Or were they more? I don't know. Is it like today where it's just. Standard? I, I would imagine it's the same. Okay. Interesting. Uh, so, around this time... So, crowds are packed. Her place is packed. Sure. So, around this time... Are they socially distancing? No, no one... Really? No, we're still it's not. one of those places. Uh, around this time, she got a nickname. It wasn't one that anyone would say to her face. Oh, that's always good. She had a noticeable little bit of hair on her upper lip. Oh, no. Did uh, they give her a hair... No. And some guy one day called no. her Madame Mustache. Ah, that's shitty. And it stuck. Uh-huh. Now, no one's going to say it to her face. They said it behind her back. Right. She, she doesn't embrace the stash. She, sure. like, lightens it or whatever. Right. Um, so she... She should have embraced it. <laughs> she should have. Lean in. So she, uh, she expands. She builds up the place, uh, brings in professional men to help out in the, in the joint. Sure. She brought in gamblers who she paid to play with customers who were waiting to play with her. Right. That's smart. So get money while they're sitting around. Yeah, right, right, yeah. Yeah, Uh, it's a win-win. One of them, David Tobin, worked his way up and became her second in command. Okay. Now, they lived upstairs in rooms right next to each other. Okay. And some people thought they were a couple. Okay. Because he's good looking, too. Sure. And as time goes by, Tobin kept asking for and getting larger and larger share of the business. Okay. So you th- so the insinuation is that he's given the business and then she's giving the business. Get, yeah, they're both getting the business. <laughs> but he finally asked for too much. Okay. And she was like... Fuck off. Quote, in a heated discussion one evening, she informed him that she didn't need a man. She had gotten along fine prior to his assistance. They and were would, fucking. And would do so again. The partners went their separate ways. They, yeah, were, they fucking. were fucking. They were fucking. Had to be. So they split up, and Townsfolk said uh, Tobin wanted to take over the business and just have her as a figurehead making a lot less money than him. Uh-huh. That's how it seems. So she was like, no, I don't yeah. actually need He's like, it He all. was like the Trump brand. Yeah. Hey, what if now that you've done this business thing, I just come in and take it over because I'm a bro? You know, you did pretty good as a lady, but I'll be totally honest with you. I think it's time for me to take it. You can take it as far as you can. Let me fuck this up for a little yeah, while. Yeah, let me come in and just fucking ruin this. inexperienced hands all over your precious... How are you going to ruin your business? Seems like you're on a good track. (laughs) Do some dumb shit. Uh, So, at the time, there was an economic downturn happening, so gambling was going down. Okay. And then, after this happened with Tobin, she just bailed. She's done. So, Dumont leaves and starts hitting up different mining camps. What does that mean? Okay, so... So things started going downhill in Nevada City because the the mine's drying up and 
then this guy is coming in on the business and and she sees the writing on the wall, which is this mine's going to start to end. So there's mining camps popping up, like, oh, there's a mine here. Oh, so... Then a, a town will start to build around it. Okay, so she's, okay. And so it's a mining camp, meaning, like, a lot of it's not buildings. They've just got, like, the restaurant's a tent. And right. the store's a tent. Right. So that's what she starts going to. She starts going to different mining camps. And she put on a full show, but... She finds out that miners th- think that's annoying. Okay. And at worst, it put her in danger. So she... Jesus she, Christ. She realizes it. She finds like a middle ground. <laughs> now, mining camps are rough. Sure. Very fucking rough. People constantly on the move. They attracted aggressive men looking for tons of cash. Sure. The best kind of men. Right. Yeah. And um, they didn't worry about their accommodations. Historian Ralph Estes, quote, Frame shanties pitched together as if by accident. Tents of canvas, of blankets, of brush, of potato sacks, uh. and old shirts. Ah! Uh. With empty whiskey barrels for chimneys. What, what, what the fuck? Who's making a chimney? What? <laughs> what? So that's well, it's like, cold. You gotta have a fire. I've, but a, I mean, I just would imagine you'd make a fire. I don't imagine you'd turn a barrel into a chimney. No. If you're sleeping in a potato sack, <laughs> chimney should not be on your priority well, list. No, you put potato Well, sack. let's see. I, I'm, uh, I'll use this shirt as a pillow. Now for the interior heating of the area. How will we get that filtration? You stitch together a bunch of potato sacks so you have like a drape and then you put a... You put a, a whiskey barrel in the middle for your fire. Well, then I think we're not being fair to real chimneys. I doubt there are any fire fires at the camp. No, camps. probably not. No. You think this sack will catch on fire if I make a whiskey chimney? Okay, there's more. Smoky hovels of mud and stone. <laughs> Coyote holes in the mountainside forcibly seized and held by men. Wait, I'm sorry. I'm going to need you to, much like a coyote, dig a little deeper. Dudes would find, <laughs> they would find a coyote fucking hole, like a coyotes dug a den, uh-huh. and the dudes would take it from the coyotes, and what that was their time. living place, and I can't believe they couldn't get a woman. <laughs> I mean, I can't imagine, like, having the balls to take over a coyote's home. I mean, a and, then, are- and then just being like, so that's my house. Where do you live? I live where upward of coyotes was. Oh. You should come back there. Is it, I can't see your house. It's not a house. Do you see that barrel that's on fire? Yes. Near all those shirts? Yeah. That's home. Okay. It's a coyote. I share it with two coyotes. What? You should come up there. Do you mean like See the, my penis. Like the, what? You should come to my home and check out my penis in my coyote area. No, thank you. I have a bunch of shirts. Let me ask you this. Do you like whiskey? I do. Well, I don't have any, but I have a barrel that used to have it in there that I used for fire. It'd be great to get you up there. And you could see my penis. I don't Come know. on up there. We'll go up there near where the coyotes are. It's very, I'm uncomfortable. And Do you have any whiskey? No. We should get some. I don't want then any. Then we'll go up there. We'll lay around. I'll play out a bunch of shirts for you. And, um, yeah, drink the whiskey. And later on, you can check out my penis. I think that'd be great. Okay. Yeah. It, you talked me into it. It great. didn't sound good at first. but as So you... it's a two-day hike to get there, <laughs> and um, it okay. is not easy, to be fair, to you. Okay. Also, my leg ain't working great, so if you could maybe carry me for some of it, have... then we'll get up there, 
and then we'll clean up when we're up there. Not too much, just a little. I'll get the dirt off my penis so you can see it. Well, there's other men here. Yeah, a lot of good ones, too. There's that guy over there. She drinks his own piss. Uh, there's a bunch of winners. Oh, man. There's so many good ones. Well, you don't want to come. That's all right. But I'm going to go up there off my penis <laughs> if, if, if you okay, never want to see it. And yeah. if all coyotes up there, you'll find me. Goodbye. Yeah. You smell me when I'm up there, basically, okay. too. I can smell you. Everyone's I, I, yeah, but I have a, there's a musk that carries. That's how come I'm able to live with animals. Okay, I have to go. I have to go, too. I got to go all the way up there and get my penis undusted. Okay. Yeah, all right. <sighs> She's a lady. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Uh, there's more. Uh, no. Pits and shafts with smoke Pits issuing. Pits and shafts is my favorite board game. <laughs> smoke issuing from every crevice. What? Pits and... What, say that again. Pits and shafts <laughs> with smoke issuing from every crevice. Oh. This is like living on a battlefield that they just fought on. <laughs> it's just like any hole someone would it's live in. It's just like, like, excuse me, that's my hole. Oh, sorry. I two, thought that... two things that need a hole and i got to start a fire in it. All right, listen, everybody. A lot of us have been shitting in holes that people's living in thinking they're shitting holes. Shitting holes is clearly marked by shit. Piles of goods and rubbish on cracky points in the hollows on the if rocks. If you got any rubbish or stuff, put it on cracking points. In the mud, in the snow, everywhere. Scattered, broadcast, in pell-mell confusion. Now, I when I read this, I just think of a Native American just walking upon this and going, what the fuck? This is, this is the plan? Who brought the awful fucking things? <laughs> this is their... I mean, it is like, they are like, wow, white... People for the chosen race <laughs> yeah, really, really don't know how to do shit. Uh, this is not going to work for them. We made a home out of shirts and dirt. I brought a smallpox collective. <laughs> uh, and so now there's a fancy lady amongst all this. Oh, what an honor. <laughs> uh, miners really enjoy gambling, and the camps allowed her to I mean, start. They, they're, they're gambling with existence, so clearly they, yeah. they like it. So the camps basically allowed her to start like a, a successful road business, like she can move around, right? Know, and set up shop. Sure, she should be moving around. I'd say she passed through places like uh, Helena, Montana, Silver City, Idaho, Eureka, and Virginia City, Nevada. And then when the gold dried up, she would follow miners to the next camp. Okay. So Dumont made but sure. What is she doing? Just this little show thing? She's doing gambling. So it's gambling yeah, the it's show. Gam- it's okay. gambling mostly. Mainly gambling. And where is she gambling? Just then, like she had a shirt. Uh, she made a little she had, shirt. Tent? She had a tent. She would set up a tent. Great. They were like, "Wow, this place really opens up." You ain't even got no coyotes in here. No, we decided not to do a hole. Oh, oh, very interesting. Yeah, that's we, a great decision because we, I live with the coyotes way yeah, up there. Yeah. And I keep trying to get someone to come up there to see my penis. No one's going to do that. All right. Yeah, you you seem more like a, you're living the life of like a worm. Yeah, very much wormy. Bad, it's bad. Very wormy. Yeah, we're human. Especially because I'm breathing through my skin mainly. Got to go. Yeah. My, and my penis skin. Bouncers. Can you. I put a flyer up here inviting anyone, man or woman, to come and check my penis out? No, you cannot. Okay. Uh... So Dumas made sure things did not get in the way of making money. When she was in Fort Benton, a steamboat full of smallpox victims wanted to dock. Uh, Just this boat cruise up. Hey, so uh, a bunch of people carried smallpox want to get off for a little while in Rome. Is that cool to do that in this area? 
No. They uh, really want to stretch their legs, and a lot of them yeah, really, they're uh, not doing well, some of them, so it could be their last walk. We're pretty good with no. That's no. They're, that's like a death. Do you have a dance hall? We were no, going to see if no, we could maybe we open it up to dancing. We don't allow smallpox people to dance or oh. really walk around. All right. It's, it's just... a deadly disease. Yeah, you believe me, I know. I have it, so it's horrible. Well, could you step back a little way? Well, like a dance? Like no, a two-step? just like get Get away from me. So her customers are, you know, there are a lot of uh, guys who drink a lot mm -hmm. and smoke a lot, and mm -hmm. so they're susceptible to smallpox. <laughs> Some would argue it would be great for them to have. Obviously, <laughs> yeah. Might be a better existence. So Dumont grabbed her gun and went to talk to the captain, and the captain <laughs> broke down what happened. Quote, you get the hell out of here with that boat, she said, and you do it pronto. I ain't going to let no smallpox spoil my business. And so he steamed off. I, I like the steaming off, too. Yeah. That sounds like a boat got angry. Uh, yeah, well, that's great. And uh, probably right. I mean, he was probably having a lot of trouble docking. He was yeah. probably like going like to every dock, just sort of like, great, cool. I'm trying to think if I left anything out. So it's like 60 <laughs> passengers. They're highly motivated gamblers. Uh, yeah, gender split, pretty much. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I'm trying to think of no anything problems. else. Do you have food and everything here? They got food, yeah. Yeah, they're starving. Um, yeah. Oh, everyone uh, has smallpox, and a lot of them pack oh. for uh, a longer trip. So if we can, can do some, uh, or a shorter trip, honestly. So if before we can the longer wash trip thing, some clothes, potentially. You said before the longer trip thing, you said they have... I have legs they need to stretch. They're small, hungry. They're highly small, motivated. Highly motivated. Smallpox. The uh, Small is not even... They're tiny. Tiny pox. Baby pox. Go ahead and just take the ship down there. Well, I mean, I just... Down the uh, river. Okay, great. Sure. Yeah. <sighs> they said no to, gay. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Seems like this is going to suck. <laughs> the Pioche Weekly Record wrote about her when she passed through, quote, Time seems to make no change in this little old French lady, and she looked as pleasant and smiling as when we... Uh, she dealt her game four years ago. So she, she's, she's, she's old now? No, I, I think, just like... yeah. Uh, but the more difficult surroundings started to take a toll on her looks. So okay. she is... She's, she's the, the quality of her looks is part of her charm to the gentleman of the era. Yeah, but, you know, mining camps sure. and her lifestyle... It's taken. It's right. you know, it's getting to her finances. Sure, sure. Well, she's, so, yes. And her she's finances. with coyote people. That's right. And her finances and her moral code. Um, she always traveled alone. She didn't let her flirting at gambling tables and temporary good times lead to, like, any serious relationship. She's not getting in any relationship. Sure. Writer uh, Jan Michael Collins, she, quote, found men cumbersome as a whole and preferred to keep her profits for herself. That's good. I like that. Yeah. I'm on her side on this one. Yeah. My mother's. That's what my mother's done. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck it. I'm done. Uh, even though she was worn down a bit, her charm still worked. Mm -hmm. So she still had that. Sure. The miners still flocked to her. Collins, quote, every miner in the camp bowed before her shrine in humble and respectful adoration. Uh, this is dumb. I, 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 th this, that is creepy. That, that is what, I mean... You know, it, it, if you get there, men are so susceptible to doing shit like that where they were like, we will like that. That's another system that like makes sense to men. 
Like, to be like, she's a queen. It's like, can you just <laughs> find the fucking balance and, like, just be human? And you know what? She no longer works for us. We work for her. We work for her. It's like, dude, bro, bro, bro. Yeah. Men are good. It's just the chill. She doesn't like it when we're mean, so she's in charge of all of us, and we all love her, but none of us fuck. She's Smurfette. She is Smurfette. We have found Smurfette. Uh, so yeah, every miner in the camp bowed before her shrine in humble and respectful adoration and lost his gold in ecstasy at her table for the chance of one personal fleeting glance from her eyes or one word from her lips. That's just crazy. She's, it's this simple. She's fucking hot. Yes, and they're, but they're, and they're just like in the middle of fucking, are there any other women there? No, there's almost no women okay, in the so camp she's, still. Okay, so she's a attractive woman in this camp full of like men starved for attention and since there's been, like, this hierarchy created there, I mean, she's a celebrity. She's like, yeah. yes, it's like uh, if, uh, you know, if uh, Uma Thurman was in the room right now, you know, uh, we'd be, we'd, it would change the vibe. <laughs> <laughs> so there were many stories of her breaking up fights and solving arguments in the town. She stopped it. While in Boise City, all the gambling joints were robbed by a gang of card cheats. So these guys came through all at once and just... Sure. And that's another mining camp, basically? Yeah, at that point. I would point, imagine it's pretty it's easy to break into that vault. Uh, so just open the lid on the barrel. Dumont raised $1,000, which is 32000 today. Okay. In 24 hours to get her business up and going again as her competitors are still trying to recover. Because, of course, she's, a hot, she's the hot yeah. lady. And she's like, hey, fellas, can yeah. I get... She did a telethon. She's the smartest businesswoman rolling right now because she gets like, oh, I... I get how dudes work. <laughs> yes. Simply. Yeah. They're really dumb. Yeah. <laughs> One night she was walking home when two drunks tried to rob her. They told her they would take her purse. They go, we're going to take, robbers, we're gonna take your purse. You, I always feel like good robbers give you the, here's how it's going to work. I'm going to point it's, this at you. It's very much, gonna... very much how like the bad guy to Bond would be like, you understand, Mr. Bond? It's yeah. going to go like this, one by one by one. Like, they're like first we're going to take your purse, then we're going to go through it. And then if you give us any shit, we're gonna hit you. So <laughs> what? Now what? I need you. Where'd she go, dude? She's hey. gone. Um, she calmly told them, "Quote: No, you'll not." Can, can we have one second, please? Yeah, go ahead. Hey, so what the fuck? She did. Uh, mm -hmm. Why did she just say no? To Do us? not understand. She's a lady. She's pushing We're dudes. I, she's not legally. She's not allowed to do that. That's right. That's right. You. What's her deal? She's fucking crazy. So. I'm just so... Yeah, it's, I've never had this before, so... How did she even know... If they're... Uh, here's what we'll do. Here's okay. what we'll do. When we go back, I'll go back to her. Well, she's right behind us. I know. And, I'll, and when, when we turn around, yep. I will say to her, uh, yes, you will. I yeah. I think that's a pretty... Yeah, and then she'll not, get it. Then she'll get it. crazy. She'll know route. that she made a mistake. And she if went. she pushes back again, I'll ask for another minute to... Have a conversation, and we and, will go. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna say, hey, look, we're dudes. Yeah, that's you're good. Not, you're that's not. good. I'll say that. That's great. Yeah. I'll go. Yes, you are. And then you go. We're dudes. We're dudes. You're, right. and you're not dude. Yeah. Well, I, I think keep it short. Just the okay. line I think is we're dudes. Okay. We're dudes. Good. Great. Okay. I got great. that. Great. Okay. okay. And right before that. And... Yes, you will. We're dudes. Okay. Turn around. <laughs> Fuck. Hey. She's hot. Line. <laughs> 
Uh, so one of the guys had a gun and said, give up the purse or else. Okay. And Dumont then reached under her skirt, but instead of pulling out the purse, pulled out her derringer, and she killed one, and the other ran away. Oh, my God. That's, now it's over. Yeah. Now it's over. Now nobody can never do anything to fuck with her again, because... She's a shooter. Yeah. By the way, the one guy was like, well, I want to see where this is going. <laughs> no, shit, you shot Teddy! Teddy! Uh, she's not big on taking shit. No. When she was working at Rocky Thomas's dance hall in Virginia City, Montana. Great spot. I'm actually there in, uh, I think, January. Uh, oh, yeah. That's a good, that's yeah, a good gig. Yeah, there. Yeah. Uh, a customer got a little bit too familiar. Mm-hmm. Collins, quote, when a hapless bandit laid his hand upon the beautiful naked shoulder disclosed by her low-cut bodice. Mm-hmm. Bodice? Mm-hmm. Sure. Madame stabbed him in the throat with a long stiletto, rose and pointing disdainfully at the thing upon the floor, said to an attendant, remove that carcass. Wait, sorry. I mean, it's a lot. So she stabs a guy in the neck with what? Not with a heel. Yeah, a heel. She takes a fucking heel and puts it through a dude's neck? Uh-huh. And then is like, get that body out of here. And that guy's like, yep, ma'am. We'll you get the body out. We'll get... Get him out, right? Right, fine. Wow. Uh, so now I would say, say it's over. I would hope that guys would be like, yeah, don't uh, listen to what she says and wants. Well, now around this time, she's getting older, right? Okay. And she starts leaning into the mustache a little bit. I, you alluded to this earlier. A leaning into the mustache. In, something I've done before. In SF and Nevada City, she had done, she'd been diminishing it, right? Sure. But now on the road after a while, she starts letting it just grow into its full glory. Like, I'm going to have a... Not only will I have one, I'll have the bushiest one of the group. <laughs> Men are like, respect her mustache! And it's not like she's letting herself go. She's still dressing great, wearing frilly frocks. Mm-hmm. But it's just this she mustache has, she has situation. She a mustache now. She's traveling luxury. She's always been traveling in luxury. Sure. Uh, she carts around... Or ships her fancy gear to her next place Wow! Uh, for future setups. Sometimes she would go through this all and then expense it, pay for it, and then find out the new location doesn't have enough customers to cover the cost of going there. Right. And uh, she likes to gamble, so sometimes she'd lose all of her money. Yeah. So she's starting, her fortune's starting to okay. fade. And as, as the mustache stops fading, the, the fortune begins. That's right. It's, uh, hmm. as, as she passed from mining camp to mining camp, she starts drinking more, as okay. would be expected. Sure. Back when she was in Nevada City, she only drank champagne or wine. Okay. Because the miners are all drinking whiskey, and, and she's a step ahead. Great. That's why I drink it, too. Yes. Uh, but her new hard life leads to her drinking the hard stuff. Oh, boy. Which made her make mistakes yeah. when she was gambling. Sloppy. Her manners got worse. Yeah, she's probably stilettoing a lot of people now. Stilettoing like five guys a night. Uh, So that's not helping the business. Sure. But she could still bring it when she needed to. Okay. In Virginia City, Nevada, she went uh, and set up shop. And one night she beat a famous prospector at poker. Okay. Quote, several of the prospector's friends, intent on getting the miner's money back that uh, that he had lost, started after her. She slowly backed up against one of the walls in the hall and started kidding the rowdy crowd. Kidding? Ha <laughs> ha! Oh. But, uh, you know, joking around. Okay, sure. 
other pa- other patrons who had known Eleanor for years were witness to the ruckus told Virginia City newspaper reporters that her wit again sparked and there was a flash in her eyes. Okay. So, I, love that, I love that someone... I seen her eye spark. She, I saw that old raccoon come out. So her eye sparked and yeah. then there was a flash. And Man. I can tell she's thinking shit. And I, I stood up on a, a chair and I yelled... She's back! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Our lady's back! She something's changed. A new cylinder just started firing. <laughs> so it was like when when cornered the old smart Right. Well, I, I don't want to say con man a con man type, but no, it's but not that. It's her like muscle memory kicked. Yeah, whatever in. she had that could, you know, do yeah. things and um, in 1964, she set up shop in Bannock, Montana. Montana. Uh, I would love it if you would call it Montana. For Montana. Now. Thank you. Uh, Aikman, quote, she had descended so much that Madame Dumont of Nevada City days would have scorned with dignified blushes. Okay. So she's what she used to talk shit about. Right. She was now running brothels, too. She had sex workers in the rooms above her gambling hall. This way, if someone won, she could still get money. I mean, okay. That makes sense. It does make sense. Makes dollars, too. After a summer in Nevada, traveling to camps of workers building the Union Pacific Railroad. So so she's not... She's partially responsible for the railroad. (laughs) So, but she's... Like, she's... It's gone down from... Rolling into a, a place where they're digging gold out of the ground and giving it to her to mm-hmm. now she's just like to workers who are, I mean, these guys don't have a lot of money. They're fucking workers on a railroad. Right. So she's, she's trying to get, squeeze money out of guys who have no money. Right. Like, Des- and just going. Des- less, it's less, put to, it's, it's less like of a long-term strategy. It's day to day. Yeah. It's day to day. Yeah. Becoming methy. That rumor started that she had bought a farm and. Then it was learned she had a new husband, mm. Jack McKnight. Jack McKnight said he was a cattle buyer. She was very taken by him. Who wouldn't be? Uh, he turned out to be a con man. They kind of met on Farmers Only, it sounds like. Yeah. They he, did turned out to be, he turned out to yeah, be a con man? Yeah, he turned out to be a con man. Uh, he had been swindling for years, and he took her, he sold her land and left. Oh, wow. Damn it. That's uh, a rough one. That's tough. Because that was a retirement plan. Yeah, yeah. Some historians say she confessed to killing him later in life, but there's no record of that. Uh, <laughs> I love, I do love the later in life confession. Yeah. I would, it would be, I mean, it's got to be crazy your whole life to be like, I did kill that person, but then eventually just be like, by the way, I did it. Every, every person before they die should have to write out a confession of all the shit they did. Oh, that's very true. And it should just they, be unsealed. Yeah. And then you die, and then everyone gets and just goes, Oh, my oh, God! Fuck, that's who did that! Grandpa was a fucking murderer! <laughs> what the fuck? Why not? It would make life so much more. Yeah. And you're not there anymore. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. I'm, I also, I'm just thinking of all the fun stuff to make up. Oh, There's yeah. treasure. I would send people on a treasure hunt, no <laughs> questions asked. I'd be like, you've got to find it before the Coxons do. That's a family I've been competing with my whole life. Find this treasure! Um... Look, there's no record that she killed him, but she did publicly vow to kill her ex if she found him, so whatever. And confessed to it. Um, she fell into a relationship after this with a guy named McHarney. McHarney. Mm-hmm. Uh, they ran a gambling house together in Montana. Uh, sorry, Montana. Montana. 
Now, another guy, McFarland, wanted to take McHarney's place. Okay, sure, the old Mick switch. The Mick switch, uh, Mac and the Mick. Yeah. One night, McFarland got really drunk sure. and, and came to their joint. Most nights. And shot McHarney. Okay. And killed him. Okay, well, there we go. Now, even though McHarney had been a good business partner and her boyfriend, mm-hmm. she didn't protest. Mm-hmm. She was like, yeah, all right, this is business. <laughs> all right, well, you won. Well done. Well, you fired him. There we are, yeah. Uh, she just removed his body. and then Here's she... what I like sexually. <laughs> <laughs> and then she bailed McFarlane out. Oh, my God. And let him take over the gambling Jesus joints. Jesus Christ. You're the alpha. Normally somebody gets punished. <laughs> He's like, that went really well. well. She saw it. She's like, oh, this is like silverback apes. Yeah, right, man. Yeah. Uh, but then she left. She's like, fuck all this. I mean, she was probably just like, he can have it. Fuck this shit. Man. And she, I think she leaves it like he's going to run it and send her a proceed of it or whatever. But sure. he, he ended up just running in, into the ground. Great. Um, and there's nothing she could do about it at that point. She probably felt like I can't do anything about this anyway because he just killed my business partner. Yeah, yeah. Um, so she's not slowing down. She's not slowing down as she age, ages. She opened a two-story place in Eureka, Nevada. There, she was known for being gracious, wearing a giant gold brooch, and sporting a mustache. Okay, so it's she's found the look. She's just full in on the mustache. Right. Yeah. I mean, I. Yeah. What are you gonna do? Lean in. You got fuck a fucking it. mustache. Fuck what are you gonna it. do? Fuck it. I love it. If you're if you're a, a woman and you don't want a mustache, you if you shave it, it just comes back like a Yeah. It comes well, in more and shave more. It. Back then you can, uh, back you, then you didn't really have it. You can dye it, but who knows? I mean but I think that's what she was doing before. I get, I don't know if they did that. Maybe they did. Oh yeah, back then, who knows? Yeah. You would imagine they would. Whatever. She's just they like, seemed like a very waxy based people back then. Yeah. We wax for many things. And maybe she's just like, yeah, I like my mustache. You like me. Yeah. Uh, you know. Um, so uh, she moves to Deadwood. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> well, here we are. <laughs> uh, it's 1878. She's hoping to make some money off of the miners and stuff. And now she has a real drinking problem. Great. She's really drinking hard. Sure. I would say that it seems like the mustache and the drinking problem have gone hand in hand. Yeah, a little bit. As an owner of a mustache, I'm not going to lie, it doesn't help. It seems like all this deterioration is a little associated with the drinking issue. Um, So her gambling skills are noticeably deteriorating. She's out of money. Seems like they've deteriorated quite a bit. And her looks have faded a bit as she's aged. She's filled out a bit, as people do when they get older. Mm the mustache is clearly darkened, mm-hmm. but she tries to keep up with her appearances as best she could, but it's a hard life, and it's showing. Okay. Collins, quote, as time went on and her wealth dissipated, she began making up her face and wore only cheap tinsel jewelry. And as her beauty tinsel. went... <laughs> I'm New Year's the person. <laughs> <laughs> and as her beauty went... It was harder to charm the crassness out of the miners. Now they started cursing around her, and they would keep their hats on, and they'd tell dirty jokes in front of her. So as as she is physically changing, and it's such a it's such a yeah, it's such a fucked up. Like they were super well behaved when she was a hot lady, right? And now, and now as she's noticeably going downhill, they're like, yeah, what what about the guy who fucks the tree? (laughs) She's like, excuse me, that's not what you 
<laughs> Shut up. What do you know? You're basically one of us. You're pretty close to us now. Uh, over the years, her establishments were more and more second rate. Okay. Uh, she's no longer an exciting novelty because more and more women are coming into the mining camps. Right. So she's, but she's, 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 she's the OG though. So she like set she the is. foundation. But she's losing her value. Yeah. Right. As far as like. Yeah. Supply and demand. Yeah. Yeah. Right. That basic thing of like she's, hot she's lady in the camp. Is now a thing. Yeah. It's sad. She only lasted in Deadwood a few months, and then she moved to the mining town of Bodie, California. Okay. In May. Now, Bodie, California is, I think, people generally say the worst Western city in America ever. Awesome. It's. Is that what the sign says when you drive it? Well, there, should we go here? There's like a famous saying. We're I, in Bodie re- soon, aren't we? I think we have a show. Yeah, we're doing a show there. It's kind of near Mono Lake. It's yeah, now it's just a ghost town, but you can go there and check it out. But um, there, there was a thing of like a, a family had to move there, and the kid was like, um, "I, I'm in Bodie. I'd rather be in hell." Like a six year old wrote that. Like oh my some, god! Yeah, so but, it's so like it's The like Shining. Like, like, what the hell? <laughs> I probably yeah. I know. I got the quote wrong. E dub. You don't have E dub. E dub. He's writing Bodie. Uh, so it might have been the craziest town in the whole while. It was the cra- and it, it's a refuge for the worst of the worst. Okay, I get it. <laughs> you know, it, it, oh, our listenership in Bodie's dropped dramatically. <laughs> episode. Aikman described it in the late 1870s. Townspeople quote still strong enough in muscle, wits, and drinking capacity to raise hell. They raised it with the fervor of old graduates. With the snorting pride of finished competence, the self-conscious determination to make the most of a last license indulgence until the announcement, I'm a, man, I'm a bad man from Bodie, became the stock witticism of Main Street, rakes and professional parlor cut-ups. So if you say you're a fucking asshole from Bodie, people are like, okay, that's the guy, that's the... Right. Yeah, you're like a you're, it's hell, our hell's angel right. or a mongrel. Right, right. So she takes the Bodie right off the bat. Sure. She fits right in. Collins, quote, She flourished at the Magnolia Saloon for over a year throughout the summer of 1879. It's time for a dolly stash, I think. <laughs> but then after a year, things started to take a turn. And Buddy became too hard even for Dumont. Personally and financially, she, uh, she drank way too much. Okay. She made bad bets. Mm-hmm. She lost another fortune. And then on September 8, 1879, she borrowed $300 from a friend because she didn't have any more uh, money for her faro game, and she lost it within a few hours, and then rose from the table and wandered outside. The next day, her body was found resting on a stone a mile outside of the next town next to a bottle of claret wine with morphine mixed into it. Oh, wow. She had left a note that gave details about what to do with her remaining effects and that she was, quote, tired of life. She was 49 or 50 years old. Fucking A. That is not what I was picturing. Right? No. But it's, but it's, I'm picturing 73. But Yeah, but it's the hardest fucking life. Yeah. Also, Morphine and Wine sounds not only like a good Stones album, also a great way to just go. Morphine and Wine? Yeah. Yeah, nice, relaxed. I would say that's a nice... Yeah, she too. She's laid Your last glass it. of rosé. <laughs> 
Her death was ruled a suicide. The people of Bodie arranged and paid for her funeral. The Bridgeport Chronicle... That's pretty good for Bodie, I would say. Yeah, it is. The Bridgeport Chronicle Union, quote, it is said that of the hundreds of funerals held in the mining camp, that of Madame Mustache was the largest. Madame Mustache. The gamblers of the place buried her with all honors, and carriages were brought from Carson City, Nevada, a distance of 120 miles, especially to be used in the funeral cortege. Wow. She, uh... Yeah, okay, so... Uh, I want to thank Melanie Griffin for the research um, sources. Duncan Aikman, uh, six Madame Mustache, and some gaming ladies. Jan Michael Collins, Good Time Girls of California, A Red Light History of the Golden State. Um, there's some other ones. Uh, Ralph Estes, Aces and Eights, Poker in the Old Wild West. Michael Lapointe, Dice Roll, Madame Mustache. Uh, Madame Mustache and the Pioche Week, Weekly. Uh, and then there's some Ralph Mann, Frontier Opportunity, and the New Social History. Uh, and there's other ones. Go check them out. That's crazy. That's a, uh, yeah. It's, it's such a crazy... It's, it's, it's interesting to see like how a woman could penetrate the male... Hierarchy, really easily. Not that it should be complicated, but you would just think that more people would be able to hack the brains of these fucking monkeys. <laughs> you know. Well, but I also think because of the way society was, and the way, like, sure, there were sex workers out there, but um, the society would you would have to be able to handle being frowned upon. Mm-hmm. In that, like, people would just be like, Jesus Christ, she's out there with the fucking miners. Right. But she was like, no, this is the best yeah. way to make money and have a good time. Well, it's almost like she had a podcast audience. <laughs> you know, she was like, she just had a demo, and she's like, yeah, fucking judge me or whatever, but these are my people. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it worked. And a lot of that, I bet you a lot of, like, well, people probably, well, it was uncouth probably to, to be like that. There were probably a lot of people who were jealous, too, who were just like, oh, sure. oh, that's such an easy grift. Easy. Yeah, just an easy way to, like, you and know. And then she had the... And if she'd stayed sober, probably would have just, you know... She had the, um... What was I going to fucking say? She had the gift of... Oh, she had the... The French, the French thing going on, so... Right. Exotic. Right. Different. It's sort of the, fla- the flavor of the time, sort of. Yeah, it really beat a lot of odds in a weird like. It there did. would be, normally be a lot of like X's on her, but she was able yeah. to just say fuck it and just was herself. No, she was. Yeah, she was. She smart. was. Sure, yeah, was smart herself. as fuck. Yeah. And then it's just so funny. Reminds me like, a lot of you. Reminds me a lot of you. Whatever happened to the guy who wanted to show everyone his penis? Do you have an update on him at the end of the story? He uh, he became governor. Oh my god. That's awesome. Yeah. I will promise to get more jobs here, and everyone today will see my penis. It's a three-day hike. Like many of you, I started out in, a, in either a badger hole or a coyote hole. I don't even remember which animal I fought off. I think it was a coyote because here's, a badger will keep coming. Here's, a honey badger don't give up. Here's what and I, I know. only had to fight for two nights. I fought off one species and I had sex with the other. Mm. And I don't know which is which. Both give me the eye like it looked like I banged them. But. Mm. 
Anyway, I'm going to be an amazing governor. <laughs> Forgot about that for a minute, didn't I? Whoopsie-daisy. Holes for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, well. All right. Hope everybody's happy. I'm happy. Thank you. Thank you for this.